Welcome to the Weight Loss for South Asian Women Professionals podcast. I'm your host, certified life and weight loss coach and physician, Dr. Amruti Chowdhury, MBBS. I lost over 92 pounds using the mind management tools I teach. In this podcast, you will learn how to lose weight for the last time by taking control of your mind. Once you deal with the mental weight, the physical weight will be much easier to release. If you're ready for a fresh new perspective on weight loss, you're in the right place. Hello ladies and welcome to the podcast. So as you know, I have recently come back from America. So I went to Orlando for my business coaches mastermind and it was phenomenal. It was the first time that I was able to attend properly in person because the last time that I went, unfortunately, I got COVID basically being there and I had to attend the event from my hotel room. So I had a lot of sadness and emotions from that trip, but that's what made this trip extra exciting for me because I was able to feel that sadness and that disappointment then in January I was really able to savor this trip right now and I feel so energized coming back from it because the whole point of me investing the majority of my income back into my own coaching so that I can serve my clients better and I can create even better content for you so that it's a very simple, clear and doable process. The reason for doing all of that is that I trust in coaching so much. I know the value of coaching and I know how much me getting coached and having a very clean mind is going to help me coach my clients to an even higher level. And so I invest the vast majority of my income back into my own coaching so that I can help my clients better. And it really showed because since coming back from this mastermind, I have been on a roll. It just feels like all of the thought errors that I had that were holding me back were eradicated and I was so much more aware of them so that now I am able to spot my clients' thought errors things that they just believe are the truth and I'm able to point them out to them from a much more loving and clean space. So some of those thought errors that come up are things like, I just don't have enough time to plan. And so they may think of that as the absolute truth, but that's something that we can really help unpick because I know that it's a thought that they're thinking. And when I can approach it as it's a thought, then I can help them create some wiggle room in that thought. So even if they believe it as the truth and they've been holding on to that truth for so long, when I'm able to see it as a coach, as their coach, as a thought, then I'm able to hold them through that process with so much more love and also coach them hard on it. So it's just so phenomenal. Okay, so that was what I was doing over the last week or so uh, when I re- I'm recording this podcast. But I wanted to let you know what happened on this trip. And on this trip, I was able to lose weight whilst I was there. Whilst I was eating a lot more food than I would normally eat whilst I was eating a lot more sugar and flour, whilst I was eating food that was generally off protocol a lot more, 
This was the first time that I've come back from holiday and I've actually lost weight. I call it a holiday, but I work working holiday, if you know what I mean. Being away from my normal environment. Now, even as a weight loss coach, I normally gain about two or three kilos at least. And most of it, to be fair, is water weight. And then it comes off as soon as I come back and within a week it's off. So I don't normally class that as much of a weight gain. But this time when I came back from this work trip, I was exactly the same weight as I was when I left. And I was like, there was a part of me that was like, wait, is this correct? Because normally I gain two or three kilos and it's not even a problem anymore because I've trained my brain to know that it will be off within a week because it's mainly just water weight and it's mainly because I've been eating off protocol and I've been eating a lot more sugar and flour and my body likes to retain the water and it's not actually fat that I've gained and it's just water. But this has been two years in the process. I've been doing this work for over two years. So each trip that I've been on has been a learning experience for me. So this time when I actually lost weight, I was like, I need to do a podcast about this. And teach you all the ways that I enabled this to happen. So I went back and I looked at what were the things that I was willing to do on this working trip that may have been uncomfortable for me, but allowed me to not gain weight on holiday and actually lose weight on holiday. So these are the few things that I came up with. When I was there, I, before even going there, my mindset was very much like, I'm in control of my food. I know what kinds of foods suit me. I love eating the way that I currently eat. And even if I eat off protocol for a few days, that is not going to impact my long-term weight. And I know exactly what I need to think, feel and do to get back on protocol and back to the weight that I was at. So I went in with that thinking. I wanted to talk about that first because it's our thoughts that create our results. So before even going on holiday, you want to be really like grounded in the thoughts you actually believe about your plan that make you feel calm and all those other emotions that I talked about in the last few episodes. So calm, committed, curious, compassionate, What would you need to think to have those kinds of feelings about your plan now? I want you to kind of, you know, stop this podcast here and actually write some of those down so that you're able to anticipate these are the thoughts that I want to think even before I go away. Okay, so that's the first thing. The second thing was I anticipated what kinds of obstacles may come up whilst I was there. So I knew that I was going on a work trip. I knew that there was going to be lots of other coaches there. I knew that they know that I'm a weight loss coach and they'd probably be watching how I eat and things like that. So I was quite conscious of that. And I was there was a part of me that was like, oh gosh, you know, they're going to be judging me and things like that. And I had to catch my brain and say, hey, no one cares about what you eat. They care about what they eat. You do you and they will do them. And so I had to kind of coach my brain and anticipate that, yes, my brain is going to think that other people are going to be judging me. But that's when I had to respond back to my brain and say, listen, 
everyone is just focused on what they're eating. They're not even going to be, you know, worried about what you're eating. Even if they make comments, it's only going to affect me if I believe that. And it's okay because I trust me. I trust the food that I eat. I trust my protocol. It works for me. It is the most loving thing that I can do for myself. So I had all of these thoughts going in. And whenever an obstacle came up, before I'd even left, I would anticipate, okay, this is an obstacle that may come up. And this is what I'm going to say to my brain when these thoughts come up. So one of them was other people are going to judge me. Another one was, I'm not going to have the normal foods that I have at home. So I'm going to gain weight. And that's when I had to respond back to my brain and say, hey, you know how to make a doable plan. You are the queen of making doable plans. No one is going to ever force you to eat anything. No one can force you to eat anything. You get to choose what you want to eat and when you want to eat. But that means that you want to be able to say no sometimes if, if you aren't hungry and be okay with whatever emotions come up. And I knew that the emotions were going to be, well, my thought would be, I I'm, feel like I'm missing out, which makes me feel isolated. And when I realized that, no, no, I get to still take part in all of the activities, but also this may be the time that I need to integrate what I've learned on this trip. That's when I was able to calm my brain down and say, hey, you know how your brain functions. You do really well in social environments when you are allowing yourself to have some alone time as well, to just offload whilst you're journaling or to just kind of like just have some downtime. So that's how I responded back to my brain. I made a doable plan. So I knew that when I was going to go on the plane, they were going to have most likely pasta or pizza. Now, as you know, I generally eat no sugar, no flour. That's generally. But I do have chocolate every day. So that's kind of like 85% dark chocolate. I love that. Have it every day. So when I was making a doable plan for myself, especially when I was traveling, I said to myself, what I'll do is I will take some healthy snacks with me. So I took some cucumber, I took some tomatoes, I took some fruit, took some nuts, and I took some dark chocolate. And I took a water bottle and I drank as much water as I needed to drink and I filled my water bottle up as often as I needed to. And basically I'd prepped myself that these are the things that you do at home. How can you do that when you're out and about? So I was like making sure I was looking for a water fountain or I was going to buy a water bottle as often as I needed, things like that. And I know it sounds really basic, but these basic things really help when you are out and about. So that's what I did. I made a doable plan for myself. I said, yes, I will have whatever's on the menu on the plane. But what I'll do is I'll add in some fruit and veg because they often don't have fruit and veg on the plane as much as I normally eat anyway. So I'll take some with me. And normally what I do is I buy a salad from the airport. But what I found last time is it got soggy and it wasn't really very nice. So I bought some mini baby cucumbers and I took them from home and I had some cherry tomatoes and they stayed as fresh as anything because they weren't cut up and just just worked really well for me. So you get to decide what's going to work well for you. You may not want to take some food from home. You may want to buy it there. Anything is completely fine as long as it works for you. But the whole point of this is you're making a doable plan that you can stick to so that when your brain offers, oh, do you know what? You're already on holiday. This is too restrictive. You know, you, sh you surely you can't be planning on holiday. Then you can actually say to yourself, this is the reason I'm doing it. And you want to make it doable so that you can calm your brain down in that moment. Okay, 
one of the things that I did was ask for what I needed. So that was asking for where the toilets were, asking for where I could get some water, asking for, do you have salads on your menu? There there was this lovely bean burger that I ordered. We stayed at the Four Seasons in um, Disney. And they did this lovely bean burger. I'm vegetarian, so I prefer to eat no sugar, no flour. So when it came in a bun, I asked them, could you put it in a lettuce wrap instead? And then everything else I'll have. So I have had it with sweet potato fries and things like that. Now, these are things that I wouldn't normally have. But what I did was I asked before I needed. I said, hey, is it possible for you to swap this with this? For that, I needed to feel embarrassed because I thought, oh, other people aren't asking for this. I'm the only one. But also I had to feel courageous. I had to be like, well, it's okay that other people aren't asking, but I'm going to ask for what I need in the moment. And that made me feel courageous. And then it made me take the action of actually asking. And it made me get the result of actually getting what I needed, right? I had to be realistic. So that's number four. I had to be realistic with the plan. I wasn't anticipating that I'm going to be losing weight on holiday. What I was doing is, I'm going to be realistic. Yes, I will be eating a lot more off protocol. I get to choose everything that goes into my mouth. And that is completely fine. But what I will do is I'll increase up the veg in what I eat. I'll drink plenty of water. I'll just ask myself, am I physically hungry or am I eating just for the hell of it? When I was realistic about that, that's when I was able to say, actually, you know what? I'm not really hungry right now. I don't need to have another big meal. All I really need is some water, some rest, and just to go to sleep early. Because you know what? The jet lag is real. (laughs) When I went to America, I was jet lagged for a lot of the time. So actually, when it was their dinner time, I was ready for bed. So I realized that when I was starting to get hungry then, was it that I was actually physically hungry? Or was it that my body was just emotionally hungry and I actually just needed to feel the kind of emotional tiredness that I was feeling I needed to have some alone time I just needed to unwind and just let everything that I was learning settle in my brain and I realized that it was the latter that I didn't actually need any food I just needed to have some alone time and go to sleep so when I was giving myself exactly what I really needed that's what was a game changer for me I focused on my hunger So I would ask myself, am I physically hungry right now or or does my body need something else? And when I was able to do that, I was able to actually eat to hunger. And I was able to know that I could get food at any time. I could order, you know, room service or I could go to one of the restaurants in the, the hotel or I have snacks with me so I can always access and eat those snacks. So I had to calm my brain down when it was thinking, oh, you're not gonna get any food later on that scarcity mentality, which comes so naturally to so many of us, especially us overeaters, that's what I had to calm down. I had to calm down my brain when it wanted to go into scarcity. I had to be okay to say no. And this was the biggest thing that I had to be willing to do. Being okay to say no when other people were meeting up and they were saying, oh, what? You're not going to be eating. Oh, come on. You're only here for a week. Oh, come on. Just come. It's just this one week. And then you can, you know, um, do your dieting later on. I had some of those comments and I had to just be able to hold that and be okay with other people not agreeing with how I ate and how I was managing my food, my life, my time, all of that. And 
then in the nicest way, all of those people, all those coaches were just wanting to spend time with me. They were just wanting to shower me with love and really like spend more time with me and things like that. So they weren't doing it out of malice at all. But I had to be willing to say no. So often what I would do is say, hey guys, I'm not actually physically hungry right now. You guys go and eat. And then when you're done, you know, just message me. And if I haven't gone to sleep, then it would be really fun to hang out. So can you see, I was able to say no when they were all eating. And actually it was uncomfortable the first time and the second time and the third time, but actually got less and less uncomfortable. And then by the kind of like second or third day when I'd said no a few times, it was just a bit more normal. And when I was able to stick to what I actually had decided ahead of time, it was just so much easier because I'd sold myself on why I wanted to show up that way and why it was okay for me to say no. Because when I was saying no to eating when I wasn't hungry, then I was saying yes to, you know, really honoring my body. And that was a really loving thing for me to do. Also, I wanted to be able to focus on this work trip. It was a very intense trip in terms of we were we were there for long long hours we needed prolonged concentration during that time and i was like i really want to make the most of this so when i'm fueling my mind with the food that my body actually needs then i'm able to concentrate so much better whereas when i'm overeating then i feel sluggish and tired and actually it impedes my concentration so i don't actually want to eat that way so i had to sell myself on why it was okay for me to say no it was huge I had to anticipate obstacles ahead of time and solve for them. So I think I talked about this a little bit more, but I want you to think about when you are going away, it may be for a day trip, it may be for a holiday, it may be anywhere where you are not getting the normal foods that you would normally eat. I want you to anticipate what obstacles are going to come up and specifically solve for them. Write down three solutions for each of those obstacles, because sometimes you may have one solution. And if that solution doesn't work out, your brain's very easily going to say, hey, you tried, it didn't work out. And so just go back to how you would have normally eaten. And that's when you want to have a backup plan and another backup plan so that if that does happen, you are ready and you are looking out for yourself. Okay, so what you want to do to not gain weight on holiday, as you may have heard, I didn't really talk about what foods to eat. I didn't say make sure you avoid sugar and flour. I didn't talk about intermittent fasting. I didn't talk about like don't eat this food and and then eat this food. Let me tell you, I ate dessert several days on that trip. I had a lot more sugar and flour than I would normally eat when I was at home. And I lost weight on this work trip. This goes to show that it's not the food that creates your results. The food just sits there. It's your thinking. It's how you feel. It's what you do from that feeling They're the things that create your results. So when you really focus on your thinking rather than what foods am I going to eat and what aren't I going to eat, when you really work on that feeling of deprivation and change the thinking that's causing that, when you really work on the it's rude to say no to other people and I'm being antisocial, when you work on all that thinking that stops you from showing up the way that you want to show up, that is the thing that's going to help you lose weight or maintain your weight on holiday. So what you need to do is you want to make a doable plan for yourself. 
You want to ask for what you need. You want to be realistic. You want to focus on your hunger. You want to allow yourself to say no. And you want to anticipate obstacles ahead of time and solve for them. And with that, my friends, I'm going to say bye and I will see you next week. Okay, lovelies. Bye-bye. For more free resources and for information on how to work with me, visit www.amruticoaching.com.